the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. This is The Rob Black Show. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Preparing for the financial storm. Preparing for retirement. Saving money so that you can retire from age 60 to 100. That's kind of the name of the game here on the show. doesn't always work out that way. I try not to grasp too much, but it's all about getting into retirement and trying to read the markets so we can be at peace with them versus stress about them. Big companies this week are going to be financial reporters. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, Facebook. Facebook's going to report today after the close. And that's just a company that's... Quite honestly, got a, it's got a hateful, no, 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 a management group that is appearing, no, a management group that is just easy to hate. Um, they seem to be causing problems around the world with their platform. And it seems to be too big of a genie to put back in the bottle. Platform can reach out to people who are Republican. It can reach out to people who are Democratic. It's a platform that can reach out to people who live in this zip code, specific 94971, or it could reach out to people in 94970 and 1. Um, it's very targeted, but you create the content and they'll help the math distribute it to people that are wanting to consume your views. And that can, that's where it gets sticky. People around the world have died in riots because of messaging that went through Facebook's apps. Um, I don't know. Do you hate the gun or do you hate the guy who fired the gun? Um, Facebook says, oh, we're just the gun, for lack of a better analogy, right? Well, when teenagers start getting into some problems and India has ethnic violence, you start getting into a situation where governments are going to start regulating you. To the more prominent reporters, consumer staples company Kimberly Clark and restaurant brands called attention to supply chain pressures while reporting decent sales growth. Earnings season is fantastic because we're reading, we're looking for information on earnings quality. We're looking for inflation on the business and do they pass the inflation on to you, the consumer? Tesla got a big fat 100,000 car order from Hertz. Do you remember the commercials of O.J. Simpson running through commercial uh, airports trying to get to his rental car? This kind of have a different image going on right now, huh? Morgan Stanley, analyst Adam Jonas, he raised his price target on um, Tesla to $1,200 from $900. That's a pretty big move. Nancy Pelosi was in the news this weekend going around the political shows. Chuck Todd. 
And she said, we're pretty much so 90% of the bail has been written, a bill, to alternative pay for proposals that include a tax on billionaires' unrealized capital gains. Um, very interesting. So will the Democrats and will the Congress be able to get able to work together? Social spending package is down to about $1.75 trillion. The infrastructure bill looks about to be $1 trillion. Now, again, I, I try not to get political. I know we have a national debt problem. I know that we have a keep people working problem. And they don't usually look at each other's best interests. But there's some pretty big themes in Biden's proposals. 800-516-1220 calls on the air. This winter, I'm going to have, huh, how shall we say higher bills? And I know it. Natural gas prices have soared. You might want to keep the temperature turned down this winter and maybe go invest in some sweaters. U.S. prices of natural gas are about three times higher than they were this time last year. Now, above average temperatures could help, but it basically means that bills are going to be higher. It doesn't mean threefold because the entire cost difference won't be passed on to consumers, but it does mean you're going to want to dress warmly this winter. Um, the average customer's bill will increase about 50% to 75% if it's a normal winter. If it's warmer than usual, about 25%. But if it's colder, that's when things get really pricey. So that's, I guess, our thought of the day, natural gas prices. And ultimately, less money for you and me. Um, currently, the S&P 500 is doing well. This will be a big earnings week for us to get through. And when I say get through, just kind of, I'd say more digest, right? I'm not like, this is the battle to end all battles. There could be only one Highlander. Tesla hits an all-time high on news that it's raising prices as well as that 100000 car deal. Oil prices just hit $85 a barrel, inflationary. Tesla shares, by the way, are at 969. And that analyst just raised its price target to 1200. Strength today in energy consumer discretionary. Weakness in healthcare and consumer staples. Let's take a look at the numbers, shall we? Try to get a vibe. This year, we got the S&P 500, the Dow, at all-time highs. We have the NASDAQ really, really close. The SP 500 is up three right now. That's fractions. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is down two. That's fractions of fractions. NASDAQ's up 51, which is one third of 1%. Interesting, the NASDAQ and the Russell 2000, both up one third of 1%. Not that they're up one third of 1%, but telling you that more growthy type of stocks are, are getting favored today. Gold sits at $1,800 an ounce. Remember a couple of years ago, we started worrying about dollar and gold and inflation and all hell breaking loose. When COVID was raging, you saw gold spike up to 2000. Now it's at 1800. I'm not knocking gold because pre pandemic, 
it was at 1580. Now it's 1800, but it got as high as 2000. What I'm trying to bring up is that in March of 2020, we were for certain that inflation was going to be where it is now, but yet the ultimate the price of gold is pulled back. Um, so we maybe overshot it. I bring it up because it's really easy to go for, to look for anything to hold on to when the market's sliding. And gold is one of those things that people try to hold on to. Um, I think next time the market slides, I'm going to look at Bitcoin before I look at gold. But we'll talk more on that in the future. I own no cryptocurrencies at this time. Visa and MasterCard are both up slightly. Probably on the deal that MasterCard is going to offer a crypto credit card. Uh, making it easier for you to use your crypto. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. If you need a financial planning relationship, let me know. That's what we do at EP Wealth. You can find me at robblackshow.com. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Very weird times, right? Alec Baldwin accidentally shoots a cinematographer and a director on a movie set. You would think that if you accidentally shot someone on a movie set, that'd be another actor. The details of that story just kind of, eh, not my thing. I'm not that, I don't need media that much, if you know what I'm saying. But it's definitely out there as far as stories go today, right? Let's talk about some other issues that we need to know today. A third Facebook whistleblower has emerged. The anonymous former employee told the Washington Post that Facebook exempted right-wing outlet Britbart from certain rules because it didn't want to start a fight with Steve Bannon. There's one that I've already alluded to in India where racial violence got out of control. And right there, it's the flame invoker, flame provoker is Facebook. Again, this is going to go through the political process. Will it change their business? I don't think so. They've got really good attorneys, and they tell you when you sign up, yeah, you're responsible for your content. We're just letting you post it here. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes trial. Still in the, the news, last week a juror was kicked off for playing Sudoku. Former staffer testified he was told to change numbers to make the test results seem normal, and there were plans for $1 billion IPO. So that would be fraud. Seems like they're going to get her, but we'll see. Apple's in the news with headline, uh, 
whistleblower kind of headlines. Two former high-level employees have filed separate lawsuits accusing Apple of age and gender discrimination amidst unprecedented wave of worker activism within the company. I've never understood this. A handwritten letter by Steve Jobs is going to go up for auction for probably 300000 they're thinking. It was his thoughts on Zen Buddhism and his desire to travel to India. How can a note, a piece of paper, sell for 300 I'm surprised they're not making an NFT out of it. Tesla just raised prices of two of its models. Earlier in the show, we talked about companies, their ability to raise prices and how it's good for the stock if it sticks. Weeks after increasing prices on most of its popular vehicles, Tesla's hiked the price on two more models, Model X Long Range and the Model S Long Range by 5,000 each. It's interesting to note that Tesla launched its insurance program in Texas. And they flat out tell you, we're going to watch how you drive and how many miles you drive and how many miles you drive is going to be how much you're charged for insurance. And how you use your vehicle is going to be how we charge you. Do you drive like a maniac? Do you park in unsafe neighborhoods? It's very interesting to me. Seems right, but it also seems like that's a lot of information you have on me. Twitter's in the news, again, for the wrong reasons, right? Twitter's algorithm shows bias towards right-wing politicians. Twitter's algorithm amplifies right-wing political content more readily than similar left-wing content. I just want to hear the stupid things the president says or does. I didn't know it was amplified, so maybe it, maybe because I, I think the politics is broken right now. Maybe it's amplifying that it's all broken. YouTube is in the news. And they're not in the news for anything crazy. Somehow they seem to be, hmm, what is the word? Sidestepping a lot of the flack that Twitter and Facebook are getting. Angel investing is on the rise in the Black Founders community. Black Founders and execs are investing in each other. And they're just finding success in tech. They're looking to back up other up-and-coming founders who struggled to gain backing of VCs. I don't know. What failed our society? Was it education? I don't know. But there's a new theme in investing, and it's kind of almost the black dollar. The way, But it's not. The black dollar was a concept in the 60s that you should spend your, community, your money in your own community. Um, and black Americans got mad at other black Americans for going outside and buying things that were not of their community. So that's out there right now as far as a big theme. Different types of investing. You could be a social investor. You could be a capitalist investor. You could be an investor in the black community. I think it's kind of great the way it plays out. Other stories of news today. Beijing's scrutiny of fintech companies may wrap up this year. One Chinese regulator suggests big tech crackdowns could come to an end soon. And you'll see shares of Alibaba and DD Global recovery recover. The days that I slip words, I'm like, am I getting an order? Or am I just thinking too much off the top of my head? Hmm. 
There was one investor that I got to interview many, many years ago, John Rogers. He became a legend by building a portfolio of cheap and overlooked stocks. His career numbers are pretty impressive. Over 35 years, he returned over 4,500%. He's watching some trends on investing. And due to his long-term success, <clears throat> I tend to be interested in what he has to say. Some of his performance last year was probably driven by the dramatic recovery in value stocks. And I, I do think you have to take out some of the years, you know, the worst years and the best years and see how someone does over time. And he's been very, very, very good, especially over time. He acknowledges that investors' attention is still on growth stocks and on cryptocurrencies and meme stocks, but he thinks that as stock performance picks up and the market environment changes, it's going to shift back to value stocks. He says interest rates, as they march higher, and they've recently done, it's ultimately his strong feeling, will be that interest rates will be the catalyst. And larger companies will become victims of their own success. It becomes harder and harder to get double-digit growth or explosive growth. So he's saying the law of big numbers is going to shift from companies like Apple when you're, you know, is it are they 2 trillion? Are they 1.5 trillion, 2.5 trillion? It's tough to grow when you're that big. And that's one of his big themes right now. He goes, why do you pay 40, 50 times earnings for a company that's growing 10%? And that company used to grow at 30% when it got to those lofty levels. Now they're slowing their growth. He's not buying the cult status of an Apple or a Facebook, per se, a Microsoft or a Google. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Any investing concepts, questions, thoughts that you have, prayers maybe, drop them my way. Rob at robblackshow.com. It's Rob at robblackshow.com. Have a question? Reach out at robblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Tesla's got some interesting news that's helping them out this morning. Hertz is ordering 100,000 vehicles to build out an elective vehicle rental fleet. Elective, get it? <laughs> Electricity. Um, Tesla shares are up, ordering 100,000 new vehicles to build out uh, basically a hell of a marketing scheme by the end of 2022. The deal is reported a $4.2 billion for Tesla. It's the largest ever purchase of electric vehicles. Bloomberg reported the cars are slated for delivery within the next 14 months and will be available to customers in the United States as parts of Europe also get some in early November. The deal comes more than a year after Hertz filed for bankruptcy. So their plan to the future is electric vehicles. I still think there's a lot of investing room because of that. I would say that's a pretty big story for CNB, uh, not for CBC, but for Tesla. A hell of a CNBC kind of story, though. So we know that Google's working against the public interest, and Microsoft is, well, they seem to be kind of neutral, but Apple and is trying to help the consumer, and Facebook is the center of all evil right now in the world of PR news. But Facebook and Google work together to circumvent Apple's privacy measures. Twelve state attorneys have argued and updated a legal complaint from 2020. Apple's privacy tools have made it harder for other tech companies to pinpoint users for their ad auction model. Regulators and 
have looked into it and ultimately say, these two guys kind of are stopping what Apple's trying to do. And they're trying to cheat and get workarounds. Google worked with Facebook to undermine Apple's attempts. The company's been working together to improve Facebook's ability to recognize users using browsers with blocked cookies. Clear your cookie cache on occasion. That's what I'm learning. California got hit by a rough storm. You know that I just moved into a home, overpriced home, and, well, I just moved into an overpriced home that had flooding action over the weekend. One roof got taken out, so basically it got soaked on the inside, so I'm going to have to let it kind of – I'm going to have to cut it out, right, before it turns to rot and, and, and becomes a mold problem. It's important to know what's covered by insurance and what's not. I will keep you updated on this process. Um, but it was a crap way to wake up Sunday morning. Basically a quarter inch on the floor, probably what, four inches in the, in the roof. Just one bedroom, thankfully. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. Tesla shares are up. That's an interesting, and I think that's a pretty good story, all things considered, because it's so um, press release driven. You have to be careful on those. That's what I'm trying to get at. We have tremendous pent-up car demand going into 2022. So used cars are getting all the love right now. Going into 2022, AutoNation, their CEO, believes demand for vehicles will not abate anytime soon. Tremendous demand for personal transportation. There's thousands and thousands of customers that have told us they are waiting to get exactly what they want in 2022 when production is more normal. So you should see some good headlines come out of the big automakers next year. With used car prices soaring 37% over the past 12 months amid the semiconductor shortage and other supply crunches, consumers have been reacting in the face of rising prices, and some are starting to say we're going to get a new car that we want next year when it's in stock, when I can get a discount, when I can go into the dealer and negotiate. Full-featured SUVs and pickup trucks continue to shine in terms of their popularity. Um, that makes me always feel bad when I hear that because I drive a pickup truck and I'm like, oh, I'm just driving the popular car is what it comes down to. Let's see how the markets opened. Last week, the record markets hit near record highs. That's worthy of note, in my opinion. They're having a very good year, um, including Amazon. Just throwing that down there. Don't know why I'm throwing that down there, but I threw that down there. Biden's administration is going on a big hunt for taxes. The more tax taxes he can collect from different groups, the more they can craft a budget to get as much out of it as possible, is I suppose the idea. Um Americans have piled up $2.7 trillion in cash. The strange job market has enabled blue-collar workers to seek better fortunes. Marginalized for decades, organized labor suddenly has become leveraging in negotiating wages and benefits. America's 1% are evaluating how best to give fortunes to the heirs while avoiding billions of dollars in taxes. The White House, meanwhile, is hunting for taxes. 
big tax hunter, big game hunter. Ideas like a wealth or stock buyback levy. It's part of efforts to fund Joe Biden's economic agenda while appeasing to increasingly embattled centrists standing in the way. I don't know. I guess I... I guess I'll basically talk about it when we have to talk about it and talk about it for real when it's actually a budget. But it feels like it's a lot of crafting right now, and I don't know if that's going to get us anywhere. Crypto went gangbusters last week as investors jumped in the first U.S. Bitcoin exchange traded fund. Jared Dillon, he's a pretty darn good financial writer. He says that the ETF... Bitcoin exchange traded fund has some unique risks that should concern investors. Jack Dorsey had a cryptic post on Twitter that got crypto fans wondering, 705-742, what does it mean? I don't like doing stories like this tied towards investing because it doesn't make sense. In my opinion. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. There's been no stop in the stock market. And after earnings season, we're going to say what's next. And basically, you start today saying it's the end of the year. Will there be a letdown and or not is the big question at this point in time. My big question going to 2022 and i guess this is still a 2021 story is is the five big tech companies about to have their rug pulled up beneath their feet and hit multi-year lows apple and microsoft are scaling back production amidst global chip shortages the house judiciary committee is wondering aloud if amazon executives lied to congress while under oath Dozens of state attorneys are pursuing Google on antitrust grounds. Facebook's existential crisis seems to be, well, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, yeah, 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 I did. Um, the tech giants were riding high during much of the pandemic, and on the surface, to me, everything was going smoothly. Smooth. The cohort of Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, and Alphabet, collectively known as FAAMG, FAM, reported combined profits of $67 billion last quarter, a 30% year increase year over year. But those other issues continue to fester. Optimism is waning. I'm seeing more analysts like Goldman Sachs cut back their exposure to the big five tech companies. Throwing it down out there for you. Snap had a rough day on Friday. Oh, I don't think I talked about it much on Friday, but I, I should hit on it today. Um, how shall we say this? Apple kind of changing a privacy feature. Making it tougher for companies like Snap and Facebook and Google to figure out what the users on the phones are doing which is then sold to the tech company, the ad companies. Snap was down 25% on that news. So you instantly look to your left and you're like, let's see how Google's holding up. Let's see how Facebook's holding up. And they all had weekdays on Friday, but not as weak as Snap. So then what you should probably do is try to look at over the last two or three months, 
how it snap fared versus a Facebook and Google to see if there's overreaction and or not. It's never going to be a perfect situation. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Don't be shy about getting in touch. MasterCard is in the news. They and a company called Bakt, B-A-K-K-T. This is funny. I just laughed at myself because Wall Street has got it a little too clever and come up with names. But B-A-K-K-T, Bakt, uh, and MasterCard are going to offer crypto debit and crypto car- credit cards, making it easier for consumers to pay using digital coins. Um so the speculation there is BKKT could have big business coming their way, big revenue coming their way. Businesses and banks will be able to issue their own branded crypto debit and credit cards to consumers who want them. Holders can use Bitcoin purchased through backed with the card or link to a fiat-based funding source. So there you got it. You got a credit card coming with crypto. Uh, pundits like me who are negative, not negative, but eh, wanting to see the proof in the pudding that crypto will actually be used as a regular currency by regular people and not drug dealers and ransomware. This is closer. It's a lot closer to admitting it's, it's more mainstream than we, we were expecting. I'm Rob Black, thinking all th- talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. A personal financial plan with custom investment advice. That's why Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP services were built with you in mind. How can they help you? Find out at robblackshow.com. robblackshow.com. Seems like media is focused on the January 6th riots. Seems like financial media is focused on inflation and social media companies doing evil. One of the things that we don't really talk a lot about, I, I think it's in the news and it's kind of a water cooler, but we don't really deal with it much. Home prices and even preceding that would be home builders. Home builder earnings are due right now. And we're hearing that home prices are starting to cool. Home buyers take heart. But home builders are the key to a lot of it because they can build homes. They can decide to go low cost. They can go, try to go high cost luxury, right? They have to manage their risk too. When you have a year of inflation and for about two weeks last year or this year, that's the right way of saying it. We did stories on lumber prices hitting all-time highs, and then suddenly that story went away. So you know the home builders have to be cautious because that's a big part of their product. The real estate media was reporting a lot of homes have been broken on. The permits have been started. That's step one. Step two would lay the concrete. Step three is buy the wood and and get the labor ready kind of thing, right? The housing market's really gone from frenzy to just really hot. (laughs) That's the bad news. Overpricing is a sign of a housing bubble, but it doesn't have to be. Home prices climbed at record rates this spring and the first couple months of the summer before slowing down a bit in August. Sometimes overpricing simply slows down and deflates without a bubble. 
from the consumer's perspective, you, you're saying, tell me what to do. It's a bubble of you buy a home and the value goes down, right? I would buy what you can afford. Sounds goofy as all heck to say, but I would buy what you can afford. PayPal was in the news last week for their interest in Pinterest. They were Pinterested in getting interested with Pinterest. Today they're saying we're no longer interested. They won't pursue it at this time. It's interesting how things shake out. I was listening to a podcast that Jamie Dimon was speaking in, and it was pretty fascinating the way he talked about um, how many companies have fallen and failed, that capitalism doesn't always take care of the rich, rich companies, that many of them go bankrupt. Uh, and you just have to look to find them because they're not big headline stories. He's right. But in the future, will we look at like a Pinterest and go, huh, that wasn't really a single standalone kind of company compared to an Amazon? Or will we say it's, it's here forever? Unfortunately, companies get CEOs who are fascinated by growth and the companies go public and the companies go public. The people who invested in the ideas and the hard work of Pinterest, they want to be rewarded for giving up control. So they take an obnoxious amount of money to give up control. And then the new CEO comes in and he feels his job is to grow the company. Sometimes you run out of growth. It'll be interesting to see where Pinterest lands in the future and if they regret turning away PayPal. Uh, I would argue with you, I think a a good uh, term paper, if you will, could come out of what happened in 2000, 2002, where tech companies just got murdered. The NASDAQ lost 80% of its value. And companies started merging with, with each other, trying to stay alive, cut staff, merge, stay alive, cut staff, merge, cut staff, stay alive. Like it was kind of a lot of companies probably hid the fact that they would have gone bankrupt. So Snap was in the news on Friday for having an awful day. And it got me interested because the reason isn't a deal killer for me, but I'm not there yet. Snap posted their worst single-day percentage decline on record. Other large online ad companies got hit as well. Big shortness on revenue. The data points were there. We knew Snap was not going to have a great quarter, and they didn't have a great quarter, and we punished them. Why didn't we punish them before? Good question. So when Snap says we're having some social media advertising problems, I instantly think, who else? Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Google. There's a Twitter. There's a list of companies that come to mind, right? They all should be driving a cautious tone right now. Internet companies have been expressing jitters about Apple's privacy changes, which offer users more control over how their information can be used for ad targeting. On Snap's prior earnings calls, executives highlighted how users have been opting into allowing ad-related tracking at seemingly higher rates than had been reported elsewhere. Snap looks to be in the worse position, ultimately, than Facebook. The company is heavily exposed to direct response advertising, which is heavily impacted by the Apple changes. And it's going to take months of quarters, months or quarters, for Snap 
to fully root out the tools to help marketers better track the effectiveness of, of campaigns in this new type of environment. So I'm starting to think Snap looks like a value, but also I'm starting to say it's probably going to take two, three, or more quarters to show the growth that we want to see. Apple really slammed the car door behind them, and Google's fingers are in it, Snap's fingers are in it, Twitter's fingers are in it, and Facebook's. Snap has a pretty good management team. They sounded upbeat about advertising effectiveness and mainly pointed to problems related to measurement. We'll follow up on this story in the near future. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. New video going up on YouTube Rob Black Show today with me and Adam Phillips talking about the strategy of the markets. The Rob Black Show is brought to you by EP Wealth. Learn more about EP's unique approach to managing wealth at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.